You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of SideQuest Activated. I'm your host, Dave. And I am Reg. And today, the main topic we're going to be talking about is peripherals. Now, obviously, we're going to go down the usual path of start talking about the basic point, trail off onto Shenmue, Dead or Alive, Final Fantasy, Silent Hill, all the usual stuff. But for the main part, we're going to be talking about the basic peripherals that we used to have when we were growing up as kids, all the way up until now. And how the pretty much uncommon now you don't really need them anymore like the ones that you get now are usually just basic bits of plastic bullshit mm. but as a kid they, they weren't part the, of the actual console basic plastic bullshit well, <laughs> which were amazing well, to us because we knew no better well i suppose but there were there were some like i mean the, the, the point i'm trying to make is like now like just go back to the week so like yeah. you wanted to play Wii Sports, you can buy a plastic baseball bat to put around the controller. Oh, God, And they've yeah. done the exact same thing if you took the baseball bat off. Mm. Whereas the peripherals and things we're going to be talking about, hopefully, uh, will be like little add-ons, things that like you know you didn't have to have, but made gaming more fun yes. or more convenient and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with one of my personal favorites which i remember getting really excited about and it was when we used to have our gaming weekends it was like me you mm. sean fallon nick wilkie didge things like that we'd all go around to to one person's house where we'd game the multi-tap ah the, the multi-tap the, the battle royale spectacular exactly <laughs> right just again a very simple thing but like now obviously like online gaming is a, a really big deal like you know it's pretty common for anyone to have an xbox live account or a playstation mm. plus account pc gaming obviously is now like beyond the incredible and you can always like go into like lobbies of like mods and things like that but back in the day like with, with the playstation one online gaming wasn't a thing so if you wanted to play with your friends it'd be you and your friends sat next to each other with a controller yeah same as like the nintendos and the master systems things like that but for the PlayStation 1, they introduced the multi-tap, which then could give you the ability to not only play with two friends, play with four friends. Yeah. Four, Edge. That's two more than two. That is incredible. I, I'm, going, I'm not going to try and work it out. But, Math isn't your strong But I completely Take my word will agree it. with you that there was, th- <laughs> there was more than you in the room when we played games yes. occasionally. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, I remember it looking like this big, hideous bloody plastic yeah it was a big l wasn't it a big gray Mm, thing with a wire like sticking off it and it like to look at it wasn't anything special but you plug that motherfucker in four players and i remember uh taking thrill kill round oh my god that was amazing playing it like by myself i was like oh this is brilliant and like you know i was able to do certain like little combos and things like that it wasn't anything like too difficult to do but i remember having like my favorite characters and whatnot but just sitting around with three of your friends and being able to just sit off and play those types of games yeah was amazing so, thrill kill just in case you didn't know it was if you know wu-tang taste the pain i think that's what it was um, called yeah the the literally a 3d four player beat em up um, hmm. It was that reskin because it got basically banned in yeah. like ninety nine percent of the countries. It was yeah. awesome. Go on YouTube and have a look at it. Yeah. Oh, it looks fucking terrible now. But yeah. like back in the day, I was like one of the most controversial things we knew of because well, yeah, it was they banned. were like shoving like electric batons on people's mouths yeah. and 
turning it and on. For those who don't know about it, it was basically it was a beat em up of like various evil characters, like nurses, some, like, nurses and horrible, scary prostitutes, nurses. cannibals, mm. like evil dentists and things like that. There was like there was a load of like random characters that were just evil fighting. I'm guessing in like hell or something. I don't remember the story fully, but just like. I remember playing that and like by yourself it was loads of fun playing mm. two player was loads of fun but four player was where it was yeah. at four player was brilliant I was horrendous I always went out first and just watched <laughs> yeah <It was> glorious <laughs> but then like we were able to play like worms and things on it as well four yes, player we which like I think you could do it by passing the controller around but mm. just having but a multi-tap on your own controller was absolutely brilliant and then your little memory yeah. card you put in each slot as well that's it because like there was there's only the odd rare occasion before that multi-tap mm. was out and about. Like, micro-machines yeah. on the Meg Drive, which it was in the car. You were like, what is yeah. this? How does this work? Why has no one else done this? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then I know, like, the, the SNES... I didn't never seen it until I was out shopping with you, like, weeks, like, mm. months and months and months back. Um, but I got a, a multi-tap for the SNES where, for Bomberman, and I'm like, yeah. when the fuck did that happen? I Is think that that someone's have, just released it. Yeah. it. It just, like, appeared out of nowhere. I remember all seeing mm. it and being like, what, what the but fuck But I still this? remember the first time I seen your multi-tap for the PS1, like, what is this witchcraft? What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> this is more than two i don't understand it's <laughs> got this... it's got two ends and we we do what with it <laughs> double-ended fun mm-hmm. <laughs> that's but what you mean by like... multiplayer <laughs> but like now obviously like you know like online gaming as i say it's like you know it takes away the need for the likes of multi-taps yeah. and things like that. wireless controllers especially like you know you can just like sync them up and that's that back in the day that being like the first like proper multiplayer experience that we had with four people that wasn't Everyone in an arcade. Well yeah, it, well, this say. was it. Like, I mean, like if we were doing something on the weekend playing games, it would be right. Dave, bring your multi tap. We need it for yep. whatever game we were playing. And I'd say, like in the arcades, you'd all be huddled around putting your money in things. Like that. that was that was a normal thing. But being able to do that in the comfort of your own home breathtaking. And then seeing it like on the Dreamcast and the N sixty four. <laughs> whilst brilliant like having the same kind of options and not having to spend that extra money it wasn't exciting anymore because it was just yeah part it was of like it. standard it was, that now, was then, yeah that was normal then but <clears throat> to see that first was was just incredible but as a kid i never really had the need for like any peripherals and whatnot so i, di- I didn't really get many of them but i did know obviously like through friends and whatnot and magazines and teletext and all that kind of stuff that there were like various peripherals out there that some did seem like quite fun and quite exciting things others just seemed like rather stupid but yeah so we're, we're gonna work our way through this list anyway um do you have one i've got loads that i i'm struggling to deal with what my favorite ever peripheral is i mean we had some like so growing up um we used to go like not on holiday holidays, but we would go like away for like weekends and stuff in the caravan okay. and whatnot. And uh, I used to have a Game Gear, and my Game Gear was legendary. Like I loved my Game Gear. Yeah, it was just the thing dreams were made of. It was I always wanted one. And the thing that made the Game Gear well, two things peripheral wise that made the Game Gear complete, maybe three. So the first one, mm-hmm. TV tuner. No, and like. What the fuck? Like, kids Is that now, actually a kid, thing? Yeah, kids now have mobile phones and stuff, and like, oh my god, I can stream Those kids Netflix are fucking losers. And like, yeah, you can, you can stream Netflix on it, but do you have to walk around your room with an aerial up from your game gear, <sighs> hunting around trying to tune in a TV channel, like one to four, because there's no Channel 5 back then, kids. 
and like you finally tune it in and it's very snowy reception not very good the screen but, was shit but, for the game gear as well wasn't it you just about make out that it's like soccer sunday or something <laughs> you're like oh great don't even like football I'm going to watch it though because it's on my <laughs> game on gear. My game it's gear. amazing. <laughs> so I love that. That was amazing. I had that for years, and I remember it must have been about about three, three, four years ago. We were around at my folks, and uh, me dad was up in the loft getting stuff, and he was like, hey, do, you, do, "Do you have any use for this?" And it, it was the TV tuner in the box, in the grey <laughs> grid box. Nice. No game gear, just the just TV the tuner. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that. yeah I do need, need it. it." And I'm like, "I wonder." Nowadays, with the fact it's all gone like digital TV and stuff, <laughs> no analog TV, will I ever be able to pick anything up on that fucker? Will I be able to watch horse racing on Channel 4? Ooh, don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, but if that wasn't good enough for you, and I don't know why it is... Tell me more. Um, there was the other one, which was amazing, which worked so well for the Game Boy as well, um, was like the magnifying light. I had that. Legendary. It wasn't so much I had it, it's like I needed it. As did every child who had a Game Boy, because like for like the one percent of people who haven't played it, the Game Boy had a, a fucking terrible screen. It was very, it was monochrome. I don't think there was any backlight to it in the slides. No, there wasn't. So basically, like if you were playing it indoors in a pitch black room, you were fine. You know, if you could ignore the headaches. If you were playing it with any kind of natural light, you weren't seeing the screen unless you tilted your head at a certain angle, the screen at a certain angle, performed some <laughs> sort of demonic ritual, and then you could see about half of the screen. You were very lucky to see that. Yeah. But with the magnifier and the backlight on the magnifier, you could see everything. I remember because like, it was only on the rare chance I like I found out about those sort of things. Mm. We had, had two methods of finding out about it when I was a kid. One was once a month. My mum used to not be able to like leave me at me nan's when she would go shopping. Yeah. So she'd drag me along, and she only ever used to want to leave me at me nan's because I would just stare at like the magazine now for ages. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> are you going to buy me one or like? <laughs> or do what's I have going to keep on? I'm gazing. like, this looks amazing, mum. Look at all these amazing things, and then eventually she'd be like, oh my god, just buy Games Master. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and like running by it and I'm like Games Master oh my god what what is this and I find out about all the most yeah. amazing things I'm like oh, why haven't I got this and like excuse me mother I know you're made of money because you've made me so please I want this get the shop and I need it now it's like can you just phone Santa and make sure that he's going to bring this to me because if not I'm going to have words I think it's like with stuff like that though, I don't know if you were the same but like I'd be like that I'd not, I really need this and be like, okay yeah well, what's it for I don't know yeah no, no but what's it do well I, I clip it on this and then I, I can I can play it while I'm while I'm doing this yeah but what's it do I, I clip it on yeah but what does it do for you don't know you don't yeah. need it then do you Probably not. <laughs> well, my, my favorite one was like when we had the Game Gear one, the screen and the mm. light, and my mum would be like, why, why, "Why do you actually need this?" And I was like, "Because I need to see the screen bigger, and yeah. you know, it's got a light on it." She's like, "Right, move your head closer to it." <laughs> and you're like, "Right, put the lamp on, move your face closer," and I'm like, "Yeah, but then I can't get the buttons." And I was like, "You know," and she's like, "Well, you're obviously not playing it properly." I'm like, "No, I am. No, I'm pretty sure." Well, I am. if you were playing it properly, you wouldn't need a, a bigger light, would you? I'm like, "Well, uh, no." So you can have your TV tuner. You're not having that, though. And then you've got the show. It's like, but I really need it. It's like, do you need that? Or do you need your Master System converter? Oh, shit. And I'm like, so I can play Asterix on the Master System on the go. 
There's only yeah. one choice, wasn't there? You like both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I converted the Master to Converter with a little desk light. Oh, so just over okay. it. I never, but I wish I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be me. You're sorry for disappointing you, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> you look at me like, oh, that's oh my God, quite you clever. actually did something. Like, Register no. Child was a fucking genius. No, what no. happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's well on my head. <laughs> See, I was quite lucky, like, because like, when I was a kid and I got my Game Boy, I got the um, limited edition yellow one. <laughs> Fancy. With Donkey Kong Country. I got it with the actual, like, uh, the magnifier with the light. Nice. So I was dead lucky, but the only downside to that was, obviously, the, the Game Boy took, like, four batteries. Yes, and the light took, like, the two The light four, took another it? four as yeah. well, the one I had. I was like, fuck's sake. So it was, like, eight batteries to play my Game Boy. All of them would die, like, within, like, what, an hour? Because yeah. it just... Drained them, drained them absolutely drained them. But I had it. That's what I, that's what I love, though. I love the fact that... Um, that Back in the day, like you, you'd get these batteries, and you'd be mm. like, "Oh my god, this this portable thing is amazing! It's like the best thing ever." I'm just going to play it plugged in. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much more convenient. And, like, and you have like your your Amstrad or like your yeah. Atari or like your whatever it is that you're All playing on in. right next to it. Yeah, or plugged in, and you're like, "Now I'm going to play this portable I'm gonna thing." I'm going to play this. Yeah, literally right. I'm going to play this portable thing plugged in, neutral. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> No, yeah, no, so no. The, the backlight was a definite win. It was. And yeah. like, just literally, the Masters Convert to me blew my mind. Mm. And I'm like, how can you get this? Because as a kid, I'm like, that's obviously well more expensive than this. Like, how does yeah. this even work? <laughs> and I remember, like, it blew my mind. We went to the Sunday market. Now, back in the day, you didn't have, like, game or Granger games or anything like that. No. So you went to the local Sunday market. Yeah. So we went there, and you used to be able to trade your game in. Right, and buy a new game for a fiver. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, it was the best thing ever. I remember we had the Master System, and I remember we traded in, because my brother was so fucking annoying. We had Speedball, which was just oh, legendary. One of the best No, my ever. brother was really into Spider-Man, so we traded in for the new Sp- like, for the latest Spider-Man game oh, at no, the time. No, Which, I love Spider-Man, and I'll go to the end no. of the world saying, like, he is my favourite. But... Speedball was just fucking speedball is amazing. Speedball. So I'm like, oh, what have you done? And as he done it, I had I was had the game gear in my hand because I was playing on it on mm. the way to Liverpool. And the guy there was like, oh, have you got the uh, have you got the converter? I mean, my mum and dad must have given him a look as to say like, shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's a lovely bit of kit. Look, and he stuck it in and put on the Spider-Man game on it so we could try it out. <laughs> and my mum's like, ah, great. Well, well, thank you so much. And I'm like, Mum, I need this. And I was like, can we trade in Spider-Man for this? And the guy was like, no, 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 no. You want this? Just going to take this price sticker off that says it's like a quid or something. It's like, yeah. uh, no, it's a £100. Pound. Yes. And you're like, what? But he was like, it was the best thing my mum and dad have ever bought. I remember going to Turkey um, one year and we're like, oh, my God, we finally got like a proper holiday. And you could go out and play around in the sun, like swing no. around, swing, swim around in the pool. You could do whatever you want to do. And I was in the in the um, hotel room playing Asterix. Yeah, it was just <laughs> it was amazing. I completed it there, and it was so good. That was probably one of the best ever peripherals that I've ever had, like accessory wise. It was just so good. And but the thing is, they get better with age. 
Yeah. So you've had that. Obviously, you've you've got the likes of the Wii stuff, which is just just redundant and yeah. ridiculous. Well, this is it. This is what I was saying. Like that, they don't add anything to it. There's just like a bit of plastic. They to me are a, the, the definition of a waste of money. Whereas yeah. the other stuff, while it could have been like third party stuff or whatever, it it still added something to your gaming experience. Yeah. So, so one of one of the things I, I remember so vividly is my dad went through a stage where he was like, I'm into games. I'm gonna I'm gonna play games. And like this must have been before like he, he got found alcohol and he would found alcohol <laughs> and like turned into the caveman. Um so before that he was like, Right, I'm gonna anything I could find proper like PC or like back in the day it was Spectrum and that sort of stuff wise, yeah. he was like all all about mm. it. He was like loving everything about it. And remember one day he was like, son, son, why are you whispering really weirdly? And asking to <laughs> so it sounds like room. it could be like a deathbed kind of thing. Come yeah. to me. I have like, wisdom to bestow upon you. It was, looking back now, it sounded pretty dodgy. He's like, come in the bedroom and close the door. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. Like yes, father. I'm like, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. What is it you've got for me? And he's like, look at this. And I'm like, ooh, what is that? And he's like, it's a light gun for the Spectrum. Oh. And I'm like, oh, a light gun? So does it fire lights? And he's like, no, dickhead. No. <laughs> it's a gun. <laughs> it, it, it's a bit of plastic. You shoot at the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Mm. And he's like, we've played Operation Wolf on, like, on using the keyboard. Yeah. And it was just ridiculously hard. Yeah. So like, our Chris would hammer the space bar yeah. and I would hammer the, the keys to move mm. it around so it was like a two player one player game it me was and my sister on the same with Commando nice incredible um, but then you got this light gun and I'm like what do I do with this Th- this is amazing you, mm. you plug it in and you shoot at the screen and the accuracy was horrendous on oh, it it was awful but it was so goddamn yeah. good because you were a kid with a gun well I mean like for me my first experience with a light gun much like many others is probably Duck Hunt yeah, like the first because like I had the Amstrad when I was a kid. So like when I, when I lived over in Germany, that was the, the console for me. When I moved over here, I had the Master System, and I had like you know, a couple of games like Alex Kid and things like that, yeah, which did. I loved. But then I went around to my uncle's, and he had Duck Hunt and and the Mario combo. And I was like, all right, so I was playing Mario. Obviously loved it, and then he put Duck Hunt on, and I was like, oh, what you doing this? And he plugged in the gun and then he like passed at me and he's like there you go I was like, what, what do I do this isn't a joystick it <laughs> blew my mind I was like well what am I doing with this he went shoot the ducks I was like oh my god <laughs> and it's hours it's of the fun fact it worked we yeah. like what but it's, How? it's like I'm shooting this big bright orange piece of shit at a screen and I'm shooting ducks the zapper yeah I, I just remember being like absolutely gobsmacked by it and thinking this is amazing and then Found out there was one for the Spectrum as well. It blew my mind again. That one, not as good. Let's be honest. Oh, no, it was absolutely horrendous. It was terrible. But but the, the thing I loved one. about Duck Hunt was about the light gun. And like, nowadays, it's probably the first thing people try. Yeah. But you was like, oh, don't look at the screen and shoot. Mirror. You could play Duck Hunt in yeah. Mirror. <laughs> and like, why would you even know you could do that? I always remember the, it's uh, ridiculous, the trick but of shooting a light bulb as well, shooting the, the <laughs> light bulb when the light's on or something like that. And remember, like, everyone went, oh, if you do that, like, you know, like, you'll be able to play it and it, you just shoot the light and it doesn't, like, you know, basically let you miss ever. You just kill everything. I was like, no. I tried it. It's never worked. I don't know who these people are. 
No, it's probably the same one. Like, oh no, all you need to do is like unscrew the light, stick your finger in when you shoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it gives you electric powers. Electric power. But I went years then, like uh, going through and like obviously knowing about the the light gun for the Nintendo, and then eventually found it on the Spectrum. And then a couple of years later, when the, the Mega Drive and that was out, found out there was one for the Master System. It was fucking awful. It was just like a big black plastic piece of crap i think you've had it oh once God. and it was broke yeah it didn't work we couldn't get it to work i've played with one that worked and couldn't use it on anything <laughs> trying to shoot anything with it, it the, the calibration on it and everything was completely messed yeah. up and it back then they thought you know work. what you don't need an options to, nah. to check you'll be fine <laughs> but yeah it's, i remember like playing it though and just being like this this is terrible and, and also sitting back and thinking, how could they possibly improve on this? Mm. Like, how? Like, what's the next step for this? I've got a handle. What could possibly top a handle? I know where you're going with it's it. It's only where I've just looked at this list, Reg. I, I, that's where the next step was. The super scope for the SNES. I fucking love my super scope. Oh. So, my dad worked away loads when we were kids. And uh, he, he got us a SNES, and we had the choice. That was the last time we ever made the correct choice first time mm-hmm. round in gaming-wise. Yeah. Because we, we always had, like, everyone had Amigas. My dad was like, mm-hmm. Atari ST. And I'm like, right, okay. So, like, we had the Spectrum. Everyone else had a Commodore. And like, right, okay. We literally were like, right, okay, we want the SNES. And then everyone was like, right, we're going to go with the Mega Drive. And I'm like... All right, okay. And at the time, I was like, oh, I can't swap games now. Instead, of, you're at the age where like mm. you would go around to your mates and swap games, yeah. but everyone else had a Meg Drive. Well, you say that, and I was like, actually, me and you are still fucking doing it now. Yeah, so, say, yeah we, we do. Yeah, we have <laughs> I literally enough. brought back <laughs> I was going to say, you can't be doomed back today. <laughs> um, but I was just like, right, I remember going, I'm really upset about this, but then trying the, the Meg Drive and playing like four games, and like literally everyone's like, oh, these are only good games out on it. I'm like, right. And then, like, welcome to the world of the SNES. Yeah. And Sit literally... back and play Rise of the Robots. Wow! <laughs> it's magic! True um, story, that was the first game I, game I played on the SNES. Wow. Rise of the Robots. I'm sorry. Yeah, as you can imagine, I was like, well, this console's shit. Back to my Master System I go. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, the Master System is one of my, it still is one of my favourites. I love And I, I love when you used to go back and play on the uh, mm. Master System games. It was so good. Um, but, yeah, so my dad worked away. And he come back, and he, he literally got my mum something really lovely. He can't remember what it was, didn't really care, because I was about five. <laughs> was it, was it a something like, screen magnifier with a backlight? It, it could have been. If it, it, it could have been, like, been in, a, in a cone-shaped box. Yeah. So <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I genuinely I can't remember yeah. what it was that, that she got. Our Chris got something like Man United, because he's like heavily well into football. So he got like a Man United what kit. A Nerd. Or something, and then my dad was going, Psst, Gray, go to the bedroom, close it up. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, I've got what is it this time round? And he was like, no, Seriously, I've got something to show you. Come upstairs, I'm like, All right, then. And on my dad's bed, there he was, like, No, on my dad's bed, <laughs> spread eagle with a rose in his mouth. <laughs> He's like, Unwrap this, you mother. Um, no, so. <laughs> What is going on with the past two pods? Last week I was killing me nan. This week it's just me. It's just really sexy weird, dad. sexy dad. Um, no, but on, on my dad's bed was this massive box, which he was like, open it and enjoy. And I'm like, oh, all right. 
and it was the, the biggest box ever. And I'm like, yeah. what is this going on, like, inside it? And I was like, Super Scope. Mm. I'm like, what the hell's the Super Scope? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I opened it up, and it's a big fucking massive bazooka for the yeah. SNES. Shoulder-mounted bazooka. Shoulder? Sh- shoulder? Shoulder. Shoulder-mounted shoulder bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I remember taking it downstairs, and like, look at this. <laughs> and they got Chris looking down at the football kit like... Oh, huh. <laughs> I got chipped. And like, he got a gun, and I got this. And I remember there being all about one cartridge we ever had that yeah. used the Super Scope. That's the thing. I don't remember there being many games to use it. I've only used it once, and like, didn't really enjoy the game that much. No. But I've got a fucking bazooka. Yeah. So does it, any it argument was. you can come up with that you know the game's shit, the graphics terrible, sound quality is awful, keeps crashing. Got a bazooka though. Well, yeah, you've win. got me there. <laughs> it was it was amazing for all the wrong reeks. It had nothing good with it. No. And I, honestly, to this day, without even Google, I have no idea if they released any other games apart from the Super Scope, the Super 6 or whatever it's called. I think they may have released like was about a six games on it. There's probably like one or two like, yeah. you know, gun games, but I don't remember them. No. I only ever remember that one. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, I had like six different games in it. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm going to aim and pew, pew. Yeah, or and miss. It was. And miss. And I'll everything. be able to do it for five minutes because it takes like twelve batteries. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, oh well, that was fun. I can't afford any more batteries because by the time I've spent like a game's worth of money on batteries alone, that was it. And when when you, you like when you have it plugged in and the lead isn't long, no. So you can't even like sit back in a comfortable position and be like, yeah. that's game. It's like you really crouch trying to like shoot this bazooka at a tiny little like portable TV because you're playing it in your room not allowed to play on the computer downstairs because that's adult TV not that, that's oh, yeah. adult TV not adult TV yeah, yours was like up on a wall as well wasn't it you had the, like a small bedroom this, you, yeah. this was when so years later another amazing there's so many light gun amazing peripherals yes. so the other one that I had which I loved apart from the Dreamcast one which was legendary mm. um, I, I don't know because it was a mad cat one wasn't it if I remember yeah. I remember hating it but I again, just I hate the, mad cause, cats because the VMU went into the. the yeah, club, I think that was the only and decent awesome. thing and about it. And it worked decently enough. Like the Confidential Mission was fucking mm, legendary. That was quite that fun. Was a great game. Um, but to this, I had the Saturn, and our Chris, um, me, uh, me and our Chris were just at that age where we didn't really want to share rooms. Yeah. Anymore, so I was like, I'll have the spare room. So like, I ran like a giddy little kid into my own <laughs> little box bedroom. It called box bedroom because it was about the size of a fucking box. Yeah. It's like all these people are like, oh my god, Harry Potter lived under the stairs. That was fucking Fuck bigger than my room. Yeah. Like by about four Yours times. Yours was a matchstick box. Literally, like they would have to open the door. Dave would go in, stand on the bed, and then I could walk in and close the door. <laughs> that was the only way two people could fit on it. So playing the Virtual Cop 2 on the Saturn, oh, which was amazing. Literally. But you had to stand incredible. on the yeah. bed and point at the portable TV, which is yeah. up in the corner, right near the ceiling. It was the only way you could play. Cause playing from the bed and aiming up, obviously the aiming was yeah. horrendous. So you had to stand up. And people, because we never used to bother cur- closing the curtains. Or, like, <laughs> you just the see blinds. me and you like just going like, like fucking nineteen eighties <laughs> American cop, like sunglasses on all the time, shooting at the screen. It's fucking yes. incredible. So difficult though. But again, like that was like the next step for for the light guns, which obviously brilliant, mm-hmm. but nowhere near as much fun as your light gun we had no. on PS One officially. <laughs> Officially, the greatest gun in known existence. It was. I can't remember who made it, but I know it was called the Scorpion. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a third-party one. It wasn't like an official one, but it is shaped like a small magnum. Yeah, and 
it had basically like I'm pretty sure I had like a vibration functionality for it or something like that. It was like little switches on the underside where you'd like you know where the magazine would usually mm. go in a handgun, and uh, they had like a couple of switches there. But there was also a jack to put your headphones into, so you could like hear the gun sounds <laughs> through the through the, the headphones, which mm. obviously was quite fun, yeah. but pointless because you got the gun sounds on the TV. So. I'd obviously I have this gun and I'd invite you around to, to play and we'd like be playing these games and I had it like for about two months before we started noticing <laughs> <laughs> one little function which was like it wasn't advertised on the box um, the sound jack when, you, when you're holding the gun because it was like smaller you'd cup your hand under the magazine yeah obviously when you're firing away playing these games and you're shooting away like a lunatic your hands get sweaty your sweat would go into the sound jack which would then electrocute you. <laughs> Very painfully as <laughs> Very well. Very <laughs> painfully. Being the complete fucking idiots we were, rather than be like, well, this is hazardous, let's not use it again. No, we kept playing with this fucking gun for years. We did, and, years. and we even we got to the stage where I think it was Nick or someone offered you their gun because yeah. they never used it, and you were like, nope. Nope, don't want it. I've got my own. And it's we played incredible. so many. We played, like, we had Point Blank, um, yeah. we had Ghost, Ghost Panic and stuff. Like, the Resident Evil Survivor series and stuff, we yeah. all used that gun. Yeah. And Even it's like a stage it where people like shot the piss and go like, yeah. oh, you're going to bring your, your shotgun. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, because it was a fucking shotgun. It was it was painful. But, but yeah, I fucking loved it. But yeah, just like playing with that, it was like so much fun. And it, the hours of fun we'd have playing these games, again, absolutely incredible. But the guns, like compared to obviously when we were a lot younger, a lot more responsive, a lot more accurate mm. and things like that. So realistic with the and, kickback, and, or yeah, and the kickback and the, the electrocution, yeah. Um, but it was just like it was, it was stupid, but lots and lots of fun. I did, did generally that was amazing, mm. and like I love that light gun. That still probably goes down as probably the best light gun. Yeah, ever. I mean, I, if you take the electrocution away, it wasn't. But still, <laughs> <laughs> it's what made it. And it's, it's one, one thing when everyone goes like, oh, "I love playing in the arcades and actually like having the gun." Oh yeah, that's always. And you, you automatically think back like, ah, uh, like the G-Con. Everyone thinks mm. back to to the G-Con guns because yeah. they are probably the most well-renowned guns. Yeah. The mind is always your scorpion. <laughs> my, my fondest memory of light guns will always be getting the shocked. <laughs> Being on a bus, shooting, dropping the gun because you're in pain and then dying, yeah. having to do it all again. But the thing is, we did it for hours on end. Yeah. We were gluttons for punishment. We even <laughs> remember trying to put, like, mini cushions or something underneath it. I remember taping uh, over the sound jack. Yeah. I think this will help. And obviously, because we're sweating so much, the tape had come loose. So we just end up electrocuted then with a little puddle of sweat <laughs> on the underside. Oh, fun times. <laughs> it, was, it was glorious, mate. It really was. But that's the thing, like, that added value to it. Yeah. That added an extra dimension yeah. to games. An extra level of immersion that wasn't realistic or needed. No. <laughs> which brings us nicely <laughs> to the next one, which was the Rumble Packs. See, so now... There were so many amazing yeah. Rumble Packs. So before the most obvious one, which we will go into in a minute with mm-hmm. the 64. Yeah. Do you remember on the, on the Mega Drive, you could get the backpack? Yes. And I remember I played one game and one game only with it, and that was Boogerman. So it was a complete waste <laughs> of a rumble pack for me, to be honest. But was it like a big, I mean, heavy, clumpy like box as well? It was. I remember it being very chunky and heavy. Yeah, and, and it really was. It was like a proper vest thing you put on your back, and mm. it's supposed to give you kickback. Yeah, and it was. It was literally as though when you're a kid, you 
it was so heavy. Mm. It was though people were just jumping on your back and trying to hold you down, and you're like, oh, this is fun. And you'd get the occasional, like, meh, meh, meh. And you're like, oh, wow, this I, is so immersive. So I actually feel like I'm Booger Man. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, wow, that bogey really hits someone in the face. I can feel it. It's so good. <laughs> but that was it. But then, obviously, the the most impressive one, to do, well, I say impressive, that's a, an understatement, I suppose, mm. is uh, the N64 Rumble Pack. That's the one that gets a lot of recognition, um, obviously being like the first proper one. Cause it wasn't like really heavy, it just fit into the controller nice and simply. Um, I was never really a massive fan of the Rumbles. Uh, no. Even like to this day, like if there's a Rumble yeah. feature on a controller, I turn it off. It yeah, just pisses do. me off. Um, I, I could never really get into it, but I did appreciate it for what it was. I used to love like putting a game on, like, you know, because I think it came out with. Um, Star Fox on the mm-hmm. 64 or something like that. Yeah. And I remember like using it and like obviously like all the explosions going off and you, your hand starts shaking. I was like, at the time, wow. You mm. know, this this is this is something really weird, like very exciting. But I, I got like bored of the novelty quickly, if I'm honest personally. But yeah. I do genuinely respect it for what it did. It, it, yeah. It did. I love how it kickstarted what we do now. Yeah. And I think that's the, mm. the most impressive thing because like, you, I know you don't like it. I love the rumble feature on certain games. Certain games, it does add a level of immersion. I, I do like that. Like I said, like simple, simple as an explosion going off in your hand, and then like as time like you know goes off and the explosions are getting closer, the vibrations become strong, and you do you do feel more invested in it. Mm. And sometimes it can be used like to to enhance stuff like world famous like Metal Gear Solid, yeah, with Psycho Mantis. So he's going to move your controller along the floor. Something like that, that's another level of immersion. If you don't know about it, that completely mm. wrecks your head. Yeah. And that is brilliant. But for the most part, it's just like if I'm playing a driving game, I don't want to have my pad like constantly bouncing around in my hand. Mm. So I turn it off for that. Right. Okay. That would piss me off. But I'd, like I say, I, I respect the, the rumble packs and things like that for what they did and what they've mm. introduced the game, and which has now become a standard, much like the multi taps and things. I hate years it, ago. the fact though that, that if you play certain games, they're like, insert the rumble packs. Like, I don't have it yet. Insert <laughs> yeah. rumble pack. Well, you're not fucking playing me then. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, come on. Where? Same with the, uh, the expansion pack as yeah, well. Yeah, bastard to find because the only one I mm. think that had it because you needed it to play was it Ocarina of Time or was it Majora's Mask? One God, of them were like, you need was, expansion yeah. pack. And I was like, I need, Mom, I need the expansion pack. And she's like, wait until Dad comes back yeah. and he'll invite you to the room. And I'm like, right, I know where this is going. No, we'll be like, right, okay. Um, See, our Sam got the expansion pack with Donkey Kong 64. Mm. So it, it came like bundled with that. So obviously we plugged it in. But I remember the first uh, time we actually got it, it didn't work. So we plugged it into the 64. Oh, no. And then it was like, please insert the expansion pack to work. It was like, have I plugged it in the right place and then take it out and you do the classic like you know when it looks a bit like a, a cartridge yeah. give it a little blow plug it back in please insert the expansion pack and it was knackered so it was like well this is a great introduction to the expansion yeah. pack um, but I remember as well just being like oh my god this game would not be possible without an expansion pack it t- took me like three minutes to watch the side of the map <laughs> yeah. and like this is incredible this is the expansion pack is the best thing in the world and you're like nowadays it's like that was just an easy way to make money, wasn't it? Essentially, is the, what the, it felt the, like. Generally, it made no effort to the publisher or like the, the designers, the, not publisher, the, the creators of it, yeah. to be like, right, this is going to need the expansion pack. Well, this is it. I don't dispute the fact, like, you know, it, it, it played a purpose at some point, 
but you never knew what. No. At no point did he go like, you know, well, this game might won't be possible without the expansion pack because it does this. It's just like you need it, and you were like, yeah, all right, then I'll go and spend like eighty quid on a fucking sixty-four game. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, no, I'll go and get the expansion pack as well. Did you take another sixty? Yeah, I'm I'm rolling in cash. It don't bother me. I'm 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 fucking ten. <laughs> that, that, that was it. Though. That was the most annoying thing with the sixty-four was the price of the their the games, and the same mm. like Nintendo just all round with their game price. Yeah, they always always been value, ridiculous. Don't they? Yeah, mm. they do hold value, but when you're like twelve and you've been saving up for like literally a year yeah. to get a game and then to find out that you can't play it because it needs the expansion pack. Yeah. You're like, why do you hate me? <laughs> why do like, you hate me, Nintendo? All I want to see, I could have bought a PS1, but I was like, no, I'm going 64. <laughs> That's definitely the way forward. That's 32. This is 64. We know what's going to be better. Numbers are bigger. <laughs> and, and we know exactly what's going to be around in the future. Yeah. Obviously the 64. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously I was incorrect. Oh, wait. Because <laughs> I should have went for the PlayStation. <laughs> it's just horrendous. But again, like PlayStation, um, one of the best peripherals ever was the action replay. Oh god! Because yeah. not only just for cheating, but for for basically being able to play copy games. Yeah, simply it was amazing. That, for, for, I, for, for being illegal, it was amazing. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's I probably got, something we shouldn't have highlighted. Like, but still. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's very wrong, and we don't condone it here on Side Quest Activated Piracy. It is bedong. It is bad and wrong. Bedong. But if you can get a second hand one for like a fiver. You know, and then you can play copy games for like three quid each. Fuck it, I'm doing that. The amount of fun we had trying to change discs over when it was spinning with a lot of matchstick in the uh, air, which uh, everyone knows. See, again, I I think I was a snob on that front because I had a spring. You literally just boing the spring out, and that's it. It's piss easy, but with a match, you had to like balance it precariously between the lid and like the little button you had to push down. Exciting times. But yeah, so like obviously the action replay was like fantastic for that. But I never ever used it for cheats. No, never once. I mean, you could because cheaters never prosper, Dave. No, they don't. But pirates do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like as a, as a cheat car kind of thing, pointless for me because I, I never wanted to cheat. I always wanted to do the games properly and then go back and cheat through them, see what I've missed on that front. But just for copied games, absolutely fantastic. Best thing mm-hmm. ever. Literally the best accessory for the PlayStation, hands down. It was. It was. And I'm sure we... I think we might have talked about this on one of the first pods anyway, but <clears throat> when you had the action replay and we, we started playing Metal Gear, it seems we were talking about it before. Oh, yeah. Um, trying to find the CD case Yeah, for the, uh, the numbers. I remember the sitting case. there for hours and hours and then getting my uncle to help me out as well. And I was like, right, I'm trying to find a CD case. Now, in the game, you pick up a, a CD... Which on the on your little like menu bar, it's in a case, and I was like, right, so I must have to examine that. No, no, that's not it. You actually have to look at the back of the proper case yep. to get a code to contact Merrill. And I remember being stuck on it. I think it must have been for about three weeks. And I was, I mean, I admire my dedication back then. Now, mm. if I can't do it within an hour, I'd be like, right, fuck it. Yeah, I turn it off, and that's it. I mean, it pray is it? Yeah. Is a perfect example at the moment with that. I, I haven't been able to do this one room I've been for ages. Really? I haven't touched it since. Is it like a puzzle or just like a. No, no, it's just map. like there's there's enemies on one door, enemies on another door, and they both want to butt fuck me, and mm. they do every single time. I was like, last, last night, just going slightly off topic still again, I was playing Farpoint <coughs> yeah. last night, and um, I got to a, like the first big boss, mm. and it's just a bastard. Yeah. Literally, I would I tried not last night, so the night before, and I, I tried it for about fifteen to twenty goes, and I'm like, you know what? 
fuck this. Mm. Turned it off, and I was saying to Ash, and I was like, the wife, and I was like, literally, you're not going to like, like, anyway, she want me to put it on, like, because it's just full of spider-looking things, and it's a massive giant spider thing, which is the boss. You're not going to like it, plus the fact you're going to see it about 20 to 30 times before yeah. I see my arse and turn it off. I did it first go. All right. And I was like, you mother... <laughs> and it, it just looked so easy. She was like, I don't understand what your panic was. I was like, oh, you... If only you, you, were, you, you were understand. <laughs> so, yeah, I was angry about that. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, it's just like... Um, I remember being, like, obviously stuck trying to, to, to find the CD case. And then our friend Nick, who obviously is massively obsessed with Metal Gear, always has been. Um, I remember talking to him and being like, look, I'm stuck. I can't find a CD case anywhere. You know, You've got it. He's like, no, I haven't. I've, I've picked up a CD. I can't find the case. And he's like, no, it's on the back of the case. So, yeah, but that's it. You can't examine the case. And after, obviously, a good, like, 10-minute discussion, found out yeah. it's the actual physical case that holds the game. Big inconvenience when you're using the action replay. Yeah. So then uh, he had to get the uh, the code off the back of his case, bring mm. it into school the next day, and like, oh, and then I could actually progress through the game. Probably the only time I've cursed the action replay. Yeah. Only time. But the action replay was so. But good. apart from that, yeah, it was perfect. So much fun with it. But there's like we've we've skipped so many. The, the one one of the best things as well, which every every co- generation of consoles had mm. it. I think up until. I don't think I've ever seen one for the um, for the original Xbox onwards was turbo pads. Yeah, turbo pads were legendary. Yeah, <laughs> like when we used to play wild and wacky sports from mm-hmm. the tiny tune yep. ones. There's no other way that when you're a no. kid, <laughs> you, you could complete some of those hammer throw games. Like, I'd love to go back now, see if we can, and do see it. if we could do it now after playing like Bishy Bashy and stuff. Yeah, but like turbo pads were your best mate. Mm. They were so helpful. Apart from like when your brother would have it with Street Fighter. And he'd just go like E-Honda and just slap on X and you're like... Yeah, and that's it. Just, cheating bastard. Yeah, just, just hand slaps for days. Mm. But yeah, like, turbo pads were like a pretty big deal. But again, like back then you had like loads of games like R-Type and things. So rather than like having to keep tapping your, your trigger to like, you know, fire your weapons, whatnot, mm. you could just literally turn it on just hold the button. Much more convenient. A lot easier on the hands and the wrists and things. So oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's just a shame like we don't need stuff like that now. Like games don't really have... That kind of feature. I think they had them like a while back for like a couple of the newer games, like COD. So, like, you get like the single fire weapons where people were able to just like buy a turbo pad, especially for COD, a modded pad, and things. Um, But they weren't that common. It's not the kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen one. You couldn't like walk into Asda and buy one as an example. It'd be like you'd you'd have to order it from a website and it'd be a a specifically modded pad for that uh, specific game. So, very pointless for me very but like weird. if you think about it like go off like how many like single fire guns are there usually in games mm. one or two yeah. you're buying a modded pad specifically for these one or two guns see i just love it because when you go grinding in like rpgs instead of having to do yeah. just like literally just attacking just literally turbo mm. it yeah i mean that that would help but that, again you're just auto attacking then aren't you yeah, but if that's what if that's what you do, because like certain games, like Lost Odyssey and stuff, you didn't have that option. Yeah. So it'd be amazing to be like... But then, flip it over, it was in Final Fantasy thirteen, and I never used it, because it was fucking shit. Yeah, but the game was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. The right. game was fucking shit. Right, okay. But I never used the auto-attack option, even though it was there, and all you had to do was, I think it was like, just press circle mm. on the PlayStation, and that was it, it would just do it for you. No. No, I refuse to. I would still sit there, even like the basic enemies. Like, I'm just going to normal attack them. And we like, X, 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 X. And that was it constantly until the mm. fight was done. And then I'd be bored with the game again. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good, was no. it? But you know, like there's there's so many accessories and, and peripherals which mm. again with you saying that you'd only use for like one or two games yeah. and not a lot else. Like screams out to me like so the fishing rod for <laughs> yeah. the Dreamcast. Which which was ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Sure. Amazing, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Utterly ridiculous. Well, you could play it with a, just a normal controller. Yes, and that's probably the best way to play it as well, because that fishing rod wasn't great. It wasn't great, but again, it was immersive. I've only used it like a handful of times, probably not even five, but every time I've used it, I have enjoyed it. Mm. It, it has felt like fun. It, I did feel like I was actually probably getting into a fishing game because I'm using a rod and like reeling it back in, getting the catch and be like, oh, and getting all excited. Just like things like that, like that, that added a level of immersion to it as well. Or being able to beat people up in Soul Calibur with it. <laughs> no, never used it for that. If, if you've spent the money to get that fucking rod, <laughs> you, you are using that rod on any, any game opportunity. You can do. Chef Love Shack, all about the fishing rod. <laughs> Literally, the only one I don't think it, it went with was Shemu because I'm like, no, no, no you, you couldn't do, do not that. touch that. No, but again, like the Dreamcast was amazing. So you had the um, again, it's one of the few first uh, consoles that had keyboard and mouse. The, yeah. I know the PS One had the mouse stuff, didn't it? But yeah. uh, like, obviously, the SNES had the mouse for Mario, which was yeah, awesome. But to Mario. use that for a couple of games, because obviously, like Fantasy Star, yeah, I think was uh, exactly. was on the Dreamcast as well. That so. was amazing with the keyboard, just tap 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 yeah. away, typing of the dead to go along with like House yeah. of the Dead and stuff. Um, so you had keyboard mouse, you had the fishing rod, the ability to go online, which was just incredible. The microphone thing for you, talk to your seaman. Yeah. So it was just, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And the best ever memory card. Yeah, I'll give you that. The memory card is probably for the it. best peripheral in the world ever. It's, the, it's the, a personal favourite, I'll give you that. The, the amount of just effort and like fun that people put into mm. that so obviously when you, when you slap it and if you didn't have Dreamcast it'll have like a little LCD display yeah. on it so when you're playing certain games it'll either tell like in Shemu when you're learning the moves it'll show you the move on the video yeah. um, otherwise it just writes should have written Shemu in Japanese which mm. looked awesome um, with vir- virtual tennis you could even take it out and just play virtual tennis on yeah. the VMU against someone who's playing it on the screen I think the Sonic game you had the uh child the, yeah the little child things whatever the yeah. fuck they're called Skies of Arcadia it'll let you know with a little mini map now thing that's what I remember thing. Skies of Arcadia I remember borrowing the console off you to play Skies of Arcadia and I plugged in the little VR like memory card thing and I'd playing away and it gave me the option to save the picture the the actual main the main logo mm. and then it just stayed there yeah and I was like uh oh and it, it just it by Shemu one, didn't it? Yeah, basically. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm fucked now. But yeah. I was enjoying the game so much, I didn't really care. Nope. I was like, well, this is brilliant because the game's fantastic anyway. And it, I've just constantly got the logo there now. And I remember you putting in all the games being like, why is this guy's of Arcadia logo there? So, don't know, Reg. <laughs> you sure? Because it's only you that's been playing the Dreamcast and you've got Skies of Arcadia playing it. So. Why is it like this? I don't, I don't know, Reg. But <laughs> it's just stayed there for months. I did love the fact that we figured out with the Dreamcast as well. Like, with Skies of Arcade, it probably was the only one mm. amazing thing, which I don't think the Dreamcast meant to do, but it warned us that you're about to come into a fight. Yeah. Because it's it so noisy. It was so noisy. It? It went, mm. anyway, oh, <laughs> fight's about to happen. Fight time. <laughs> when we go into the fight, you're like, right, there you go. Oh, it was incredible. It was so good. But yeah, the Dreamcast was hailed as like the greatest peripheral console 
ever by you by me and me alone <laughs> it was just the, the console was good the console was good it's just it's just a shame the games wise like, it didn't seem supported that well it didn't it no. didn't get enough of a catalogue to to keep it going i think it was just it was so advanced for its time it was yeah. ridiculous and then eventually all the consoles caught up and it was just it was better advertised better marketed things like that so mm. it was a bit of a shame but yeah, so a lot of like good accessories and like peripherals and whatnot for that. But then also looking at the list, I've seen like a couple of other little silly ones here that, again, you can probably only use for like one or two of the games that are connected. We've got Bongos uh, for Donkey, Donkey Konga, Konga, which is absolutely incredible. Legendary. Yeah. So that was, again, it was much like your band games where you just like, obviously you're playing an instrument. This one was bongos and you basically hit the left bongo, the right bongo, both at the same time or clap. Yeah. And that was it. That's all you had to do. And playing that was just hours upon hours of fun. But you'd know about it the next day. Mm. You'd end up with big red prints on your hand where you've been slapping this plastic controller for ages and clapping your hands like a bloody idiot because you wouldn't do it gentle. Oh, God, you'd no. get into it that oh, much, God, and no. the songs are that fun and bouncy and like you know really like hypo and everything that you'd be clapping as hard as you can. You'd be slapping the bongos as hard as you can. It was so much fun. But then there's another one on the list as well, um, the Maracas. The Dreamcast, Sammy yeah, the Amigo. Sammy the Amigo. Again. Oh. Awesome. Only one game ever you could do yeah. that with. I, I don't know another game that... Quid, ha- it's well worth it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know another game that actually had maracas yeah. ever. Like, I'm like, pretty sure they might have done a sequel to it, but I don't think it ever came out. That's what it. I mean. Like, I mean, if there was other games that like came out, then it probably would have been like worth the money even more but it was one game that i know of yeah in fact no he didn't even do a sequel to it no it was just I mean, there, there could have been like others i mean if they're going to come out anywhere it's going to be japan oh yeah they, i mean they love so all like, the accessories peripherals things like that all like the, the wacky games and things bright colors like loud music and things like over there that's like a, a standard but over in europe obviously american things like that it's a bit more difficult to to find that market that that group of people that will spend a, a large amount of money on it so i can't see any of us coming out over here but it's a damn shame because they worked they were so much fun as well they were yeah. so responsive i remember playing it and at one point thinking like, it's not going to be as responsive because it's going to go off like you know hand movements and whatnot i know but everybody's different mm. but it worked yeah everybody was able to just like pick it Samba! up and, <laughs> and just like get into it instantly and yeah. you're Flapping around like an idiot, flailing your arms you around and whatnot. By the end. It was a proper oh, workout. Everybody was, but it, again, loads of fun. But it worked, and that was the most important part about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a cheap bit of crap that fell apart, or like it wasn't responsive or anything. You, you were able to pick it up, and anyone could play it. Mm-hmm. Just a shame there was only one for like ninety quid. <laughs> well, speaking of things that only one game came out. Oh, is this going to be the big end? Is it? And this, this, oh. this peripheral is by far one of the most amazing things ever yes this is the power glove no way <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even mentioned the power glove I yet think it's, and I, think, I did want to talk I about it I wanted to but I think anything that can be said about the power glove has been said everyone knows it's shit yes so moving on moving on we were in um, we, we were working when this came out yep. this was for the original Xbox mm-hmm. this is still Battalion oh. and if you thought 90 quid was expensive for an accessory, yeah. you'd never paid... Well, I paid 198 quid or something. I think, I think when it, it first came oh, out... No, 170 like, quid. Yeah, I it was something like that. It was like close to the £200 mark. Yeah. And I remember, so we worked in the shop and we got told that basically people had to come in and pay 25 quid deposit for this 
thing. Yeah, this is like before deposits were yeah. a thing, though. It's like I mean now, like it's pre-order stuff. It's it, fairly it's common, expected, isn't it? Yeah, but back exactly. then you were like, you want me to pay twenty-five pound to hold a computer game? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, unfortunately, it's going to come with a big box, mm. so it's needed. We never got to see what it was properly before no. it came into the store either, I think which I, was I, annoying. Like delving in, doing as much research as we can, it was like. The odd very like slow website or magazines yeah. obviously were the main ones as well. Like we found like the odd like little screenshot of like a joystick, yeah, or like a bit of the buttons. And, and I remember like, oh my god, this is going to be incredible. Yeah, but we weren't allowed to pre-order it. We had to wait until it came out. Yeah, and if nobody wanted any of the ones that then were out, we were allowed, we were allowed it. to buy yeah. it. And I was like, I really want this though. Hmm. And I and I remember like so many people came in and they pre-ordered it, and we got about three in store. Yeah, you got no more than that. And we had about seven pre-orders. Yeah. And we phoned up people and like, we're well, really sorry. People were pre-ordering it, weren't they? And like coming in and being like, oh, I say I want it, I want it. So loads of people did pre-order it. But then so many people cancelled because they knew it It was like very expensive. Like Yeah. For it was a for, game. for what it was. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And I remember, because we were only working part-time mm. at the time as well. And I was like, there's no way I can ever afford it, but I really, really want it. And some guy come in after we phoned him up to say, unfortunately, you're not going to have it. You were like the fourth person to pre-order it, yeah. and we only had three in. So I'm really, really sorry, but you can't have it. And he was a massive bellend. Like, like he genuinely was <laughs> giving me that much abuse, wasn't he? That I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, we we did. We I didn't realise at the time, but I think it was you that came up to me and was like, "Rich just one in the back," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> well, fuck this guy now." Well, you know nothing. what? Fuck this. And I turned to the boss, and I was like. I'm up in that, <laughs> and she was like, "Well, you can't afford it." I'm like, "Just don't give, don't pay me, I'm like, don't pay me, and I'll take it." And she was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "I'm positive." Yeah, because he was like, "I'm going to wait outside for you, and I, you're going to get battered. I know you've got it back then. You're just going to take it over and play it." And I was like, "I am not," and I was adamant I wasn't going to until you became a cock. <laughs> well, this is now I am not going to get paid for an entire month's worth of work just to rub that fucking smile off your face, and it's worth but, it. In hindsight. You, we now understand why he was so infuriated. Yeah, because how amazing is it? It was fucking incredible. How heavy was it to get it back home? Stupidly so. Yeah. <laughs> now, for, for people who don't know what the first Steel Battalion was, uh, my advice is literally go online, Google it, and that will not give you the full appreciation of how monstrous the this thing 48 was. 48 buttons. I, th- was, I think it, it came was so much with, stupid with like that. foot pedals. Foot pedals, um, two joysticks, all backlit. Yeah. Um, there was With also little switches yeah. and a glass. A little, well, it turned to plastic when we had it. A little yeah. plastic case that had the ejector. Yeah, you had to on flick it. the like for the actual like mech thing to work. Um, you basically walked down, stomped around, like shooting all these like various other mechs. Yeah, like, like mech warrior. Game, Gameplay wise, yeah, yeah. it was like as as simplistic as it can get. Like it was basically big machines against all the big machines. You had to stomp around and, and wipe out all the enemies. But if you took enough damage. There was a chance you could die. If your character died... Wiped your save. It wiped your save. It was a permadeath thing. That's it. You were, you were yeah. gone. You had to start from level one again. But if you were able to eject, your mech would be destroyed but and you, you'd have yeah. the other mechs that you'd unlocked. But you only had, like, one of each of these mechs. <laughs> so for it to work, the ejector panel had to be down. You had to flick the panel up, wait a couple of seconds, push the button, and then your character would eject. But down to, like, buttons on this console, like, each button done a different thing. Sometimes it'd be to equip new rockets. Sometimes it'd be to increase the speed of, of your mech, like, just walking around. One of them 
was a window wiper. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Something as simple as that. And it worked. And it worked. You'd flick the switch and these like you'd be stomping around in the rain and things and like it'd be mud on the screen. You'd use the window wipers and it would clean it. And with it all being in a first person perspective from the actual cockpit of the mech, it was brilliant. It worked. Mm. And it, it like just setting it up was such like a a, a, a task in itself. You we'd, needed as much space well, as humanly we possible. We used to play it in my kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. We'd basically go into my kitchen and be a, a, a big dining table there. We'd put the TV on the, like as far back as we could get it. We'd put the foot pedals under the table. The wires would connect to the console, and then we'd have it set up along the table. And whoever was playing it had to sit at the table by themselves, while the other person either sat like far at the side of them because like, they needed a lot of room. Yeah. Or they'd have to stand behind them so they can see what's going on. And we had basically, like, whoever was playing it, the other person was essentially, like, a co-pilot, and he'd be, like, pointing out enemies and things like that. But as an accessory, it was monstrous. It really was. Absolutely huge. Honestly, check it out yourselves on, on Google or whatever. It, it doesn't do it justice. It's one of those things no. you have to physically have in front of you. You felt like an absolute god when oh, you were yeah. behind that. Uh, you, you did you, you had the you power you felt powerful it, playing at night time as well when you're flicking the lights and it's yeah. reflecting up on the ceiling you're like this thing yeah. is incredible well, just even like in the game you'd flick one of the switch and it'd put spotlights on yeah. so you could like illuminate all the path in front of you I mean we never made it to a nighttime level we only ever made it to like level 3 and then we'd like die yeah we never completed that no because we were shit at it but yeah. as an accessory it's just absolutely phenomenal Definitely, like in, in my opinion, it'll stay with me till the day I die. One of the best accessories I've ever it, had. It's one of the best, the game. best things I've, yeah. I've ever had. And it's just a shame that like there wasn't much like after it. I mean, Steel Battalion came out on the Xbox, Xbox One, didn't it? With the uh, they done a second one. Yeah, it was like, like it was, well, they it did, was with the they did uh, Line Connect, of Sight, and they did well. That's the third one. It was that the third. So they had original Steel Battalion, yeah. then Line of Sight, which. If you were very, 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 very lucky, you would find that. Yeah. Because that came with the proper second edition of the controller, okay. or just by itself. Yeah. Um, and remember, because the second generation one had green buttons, I think it was, and the first one had blue. Yeah. And that was how you could tell the difference between them. Okay. Um, but you could just buy it by itself and use the first generation of the, the bad yeah. thing. But because no one had the first one, because like you'd never seen it in stores. No. Because it literally was three... three each per shop, well, really, and that, no like, one ever seen out it. Out of all the people, like me and you, know between us, like the only person that I know ever owned one, well, two in your case, <laughs> was you. Hello. No, yeah. no one else I knew had one ever, and I've never no. heard anyone have one since. And, and that's the thing that I, I talk about in work like all mm. the time, like this literally was one of the best things yeah. you'll ever, ever, ever experience. Mm. And they're just like, really? it was like even now, I'm like, yeah. I, it'll still hold up. It was like having a massive arcade cabinet in your kitchen it was. is the only way you can describe it you you were fully invested into it like it was it was just phenomenal but then like obviously like i say that you had the, the second one which is that line of sight or something then the done a remake of it for the connect which gets slated which is a damn shame from mm-hmm. like its roots and things because now if you mention steel battalion that's the first thing that people yeah, remember and they go yeah. to and everyone's like oh no it's shit but they never got to experience where it all started, which no. is a damn shame. If you ever, ever get the chance to it really play it is. or something, I couldn't recommend it enough. Even now, it would hold up. 
Yeah. You'd spend a lot of money, but if you know anyone who's got it, just ask to have a go. It is my advice. It's it's brilliant. Nothing we say could do it justice. No, no that's the thing. Like, no matter how many YouTube videos you watch no. or how many things you see of it, without actually being able to experience it firsthand, Definitely. you'll never have that smug yeah. smile on your face. <laughs> it was just, it was genuinely incredible. It really was, but I remember having to cart it around to your house on a nightly basis. Was oh, yeah, that was, that was a pain. Rather than just leave it here, which would be common sense. It was, but then I got that horrible thing of, like, he's going to play it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Despite even though... the fact, like, I was in work with you. Yeah. No, and then when we finished, we'd walk back, and yeah. I'd walk straight to yours. Yeah. And I know you, you never would have that opportunity, but I'm like, you're not fucking playing this without me. It's just not happening. Because like, I never had room in my house to play it. I was thinking, wasn't it? Because I bought it, and I was like, ha, ha. Like that smoke. I'm like, where am I actually going to play this? You're not going to play this in your little box bedroom. I, I, I genuinely have no room to play this. And I'm like, what the fuck have I bought this for? <laughs> Apart from to rub that smile off that guy's face. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. But yeah, I think we've managed to play about about five times in your kitchen. Yeah. And then like, your kitchen got redone out and it got put in the box and then like, it, it, we'd never touched it. No. So I'm like, shame. Yeah. But it was, it was amazing. Oh, it was and apart brilliant. from like that, the only other experience I've had like that, which I know you're not a big fan of, hmm. but I genuinely can't sing praises enough is the is the vr yeah that's the the next big thing i mean i can't criticize it too much because i haven't used it but my my fears come from like if i can get like the nausea and the headaches from playing the 3d mode on the 3ds the the vr is probably going to fuck me up big time i will get get into it at some point i will give it a go but i want to have like more of a catalog of things to play rather than just like oh you can look at this thing and you can pick it up and then you can put it down Mm. I, at, at the moment that's the only thing I'm hearing about the VR I, and I can do that in real that's, life that's something that people haven't been able to do before so yeah. that, that's the reason they talk about that yeah and I, I respect that away from me, that there is so much more on yeah. it and it's like now at the minute I haven't got the biggest catalogue at all mm. but I've got like about 12 things for it so at the minute now which I can be like ooh mm. go out and play like some of them are ridiculous like the London heist where you can like you said pick stuff up or yeah. be like oh look at this the game itself is incredible that experience mm. is incredible so like when you are sitting in the pub to begin with and you've got like a cigar that's like in the ashtray and you've got you've used the two move controllers yeah. and you do pick it up and you put it towards like your mouth as if like hey I'm smoking it mm. you can't help but go when it's near yeah. your mouth but because it's got a microphone built in if it you hear you go like, it breathes out the smoke oh. and you're like holy shit that's amazing yeah. like the lighter like someone else's like cigarette mm. pick up the guns and when you pick up the guns and you reload with the other thing and put it under your move control yeah. so you're actually physically reloading you're like you are so immersed that oh. even like loads of like we had Ash's brother around the other week and um, with like so, some other people and he was like I'll let you do it because he's seen the reactions of some of the, the people mm. like we were playing until dawn uh, Russia Blood which I'll never get you to play no. So don't worry. Good. Because it's just got creepy clowns on or porcelain dolls. I've heard of With this, video yes. cameras and stuff everywhere. <laughs> which I was fine with until it hit the nurse part and then I nearly ruined the move controller because it went <laughs> that far against the TV. Um, I was like, holy shit. Um, but one of the lads literally was trying to reload, couldn't reload time, so tried to punch and kick because he was that hmm. engrossed in it. But because it does on the roller coaster, he was literally like turning his whole body like, oh yeah. my God, whoa. And I'm like, the, the genuine feels yeah, you get from it for that would be is incredible. incredible. But like, I got my dad just sitting in the, uh, in a, in um, the passenger, uh, passenger, in the driver's seat okay. of about eight or nine different cars. Didn't, didn't, he didn't want to move. He just wanted to have a look, a look around. Yeah. 
in Drive Club and he's like, oh my God. And he was looking down, looking at all the buttons and seeing it all. He's like, this is amazing. And then when I was like, right, I know you don't want to drive. I'll drive for you because I know you can't control it without having that uh, you want to wait like um steering wheel yeah because when he tried to use the pad he just launched the pad to the left and nearly <laughs> smashed that really antique lamp you know we've got yeah. in the living room <laughs> i was like oh my god dad don't do that my mom is just like Chas! <laughs> and he's like what get up to my room no he was um just like right so he's like i need a steering wheel i was like i'll steal for i'll steer for you and as you as i was driving he was like you could hear him clenching up when a car was about to come near us because he genuinely thought it was yeah. going to hurt and I'm like, it's so weird. You get so absorbed into it, you don't mm-hmm. understand. And I've spent many, like Resident Evil 7, like Ash, yeah. literally, well, she had a quick look in the safe room, so nothing would ever happen. Yeah. And she was nearly crying. <laughs> and I'm like, it's that sort of experience where you get into it so much, where you're like, and I know there's a load more stuff coming out for it, so I genuinely don't mind, hence why I waited. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want it straight away. I do, because I love anything new. You know what yeah. I'm like. But I was like, I'm going to wait. And I'm just going to see. And if the stuff comes out for it, then hells yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. And there's so much stuff out now, all that's coming out, I'm like, now's a good time to jump on board. Have a look mm. on eBay. Find it really fucking cheap. Yeah. Jump in. So, like, jumped in. And, like I said, the experiences so far, and I use that term wisely because yeah. most of them are experiences. Yeah. Um, there's a few, like, Farpoint, which is a proper game. Mm. And that is unbelievable. So when we were talking before about accuracy in like for your your gun like yeah. guns and stuff, this uses your pad. So you've got the camera, mm-hmm. you've got the aim controller. It looks like a gun, and you can walk around and aim it around the screen. This uses your your normal um, dual dual shock four, but you aim it towards when you want to look down the sight. You put it towards the visor, and you're looking around and you shoot. So oh. wherever you're sort of like aiming, yeah, pinpoint. Oh wow! Literally pinpoint. I have never experienced anything like it. The only downside is what I was saying to you before in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, was I get well into it. And you've got different options for your movement. So if you do feel like, ooh, yeah. you can turn on no turn. So you can't use the right analog stick mm. to look around. You, wherever you look and point your gun, you'll walk towards. So it feels more realistic. Yeah. I was obviously smooth turning. So I'm like <laughs> walking around. But I proper get into games. Yeah. Like, as you know, just normally I get into him. But on this, I'm like crouching down and like proper, you know, three-quarter length looking yeah. the scope. Because when you're doing like precision rifle, your sniper rifle, you're properly looking down it and I'm like... <gasps> and, like and you find you don't... You, you don't, don't realize think you're, you're doing, doing it. it but Ash is like, what are. the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what? And she's like, you're heavy breathing. Like you're like bringing in the breath. And I'm like, sorry, I'm looking down a sniper rifle. Steady like, me aim on. Like, you, you genuinely don't feel... <laughs> Like you're doing it, but you're doing it, and like that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And like I've talked about this on if you listen to anything else I've done, or you've if you're mates of us, you probably see me just whore about it so much on Facebook. The Star Wars X-wing mission, yeah, is the best thing I've ever done in my life. It genuinely is so fucking incredible mm. that you you go in the cockpit and you look down, and you've got the the proper jump suit on. Yeah. Every single button you can touch. You turn your head around to the back and there's your R2 unit. You can touch your R2 unit. You press one of the buttons and the lock system wow. comes down from like the original film. Trip yeah. G. You start flying through and I was like, this feels amazing, but there's not a lot that's going on. You're just going through some asteroids and stuff and then all of a sudden, there's TIE fighters and you, you're, you're in the X-Wing. You 
genuinely when you move up you see your hands moving up and round attention to detail is so spot like it's dice it, yeah. you know it looks fucking beautiful anyway yeah, they're gonna put the effort but when in. you're in it and you're flying you genuinely believe that you are flying yeah. in that X-Wing and when you blow up a fucking TIE fighter and debris just flies past you and you can turn your head and see it go past you're like oh my god I'm flying and then X-wing. like the fucking Star Destroyer the big long massive bad guy ships yeah. that just comes in like it does in the films and you're like oh and it's just to the right of you and you're flying around this fucking Star Destroyer and you're like this is what I want to do since I've been about six yeah and you come out of it and I literally had the tear and Ashley's like was that good and I'm like <laughs> no other like it doesn't matter how, like, what fucking sport you follow or what other hobby you have hmm. nothing will immerse you like like that that yeah. is just fucking unbelievable when I finished I was like that that was amazing that was <laughs> genuinely like so good and yeah. then I got Paul to try it and Paul literally done it off and he ordered an Oculus just wow. the strength of doing that he was like right but and he was like this is just amazing I was like you're aware that it's only on the Playstation he was like nope <laughs> good good oh, well. like, but Battlefront 2 is going to be VR and I was like yeah it is Battlefront 2 is yeah. full like we're going to have so much more VR to yeah. it so I was like that's going to be so good but like I said most of them are experiences there's a few massive full on titles for it mm. it will get the support now there's so much more stuff coming out for it but as a peripheral like wow well, I maybe don't know that, how we're going to maybe that could past. be like a future side quest then convert me convert me to the VR world let me see what it's like and we'll do like a little recording video kind of thing for it mm-hmm. see and obviously like show obviously everybody what it's like yeah so obviously it's it's an expensive bit of kit not everybody is going to have the money no. to or even space or whatever at the home to to be able to use that kind of thing could be a good thing for us to show the people at home yeah so i'd love you to because you've seen the videos with ronnie o'sullivan when he face plants no. have you seen this when he goes to play put like no. so they put um an oculus on him and it's um it's like hustle kings or vr pool or something it's mm. called and both of which are on the store yeah so i've got one of the pool games on it it's actually really shit right. <laughs> but it, it, it's one of those and i completely get it most yeah. of the times when people are like why do you want to play like virtual pool or something I'm like just go to the thing and do it but this literally you might as well because mm. the way you, you play you're like yeah. you might as well just fucking go do it yeah. um but he he's he's like oh wow this looks amazing and he goes to put his hand on the table to rest to do it and just face plants and you're like it's so funny and that's that fail has now become known as a ronnie so whenever anyone face plants or like falls over in vr Mm. and stuff it's called ronnie so like we had dan round when i was doing the last the other pod that we do the nerd od doing that and i was like before we do it because i'm going to have an hour dedicated to this so you've got to try it before I do it and he's like right <laughs> so he did the London heist <clears throat> and there's a big massive shootout bit when you've got like the diamond and you're hiding behind this table yeah. and doing it and he's like putting in the clips and he's like firing away like a loon and just like loving life and then someone starts shooting at him and he goes to hide behind the table but puts his hand on the table which obviously isn't there yeah. and goes to bring himself out and as he does it he just goes and just falls flat <laughs> literally face first on it my first initial reaction was just how hilarious and I'm like you fucking ruined my VR <laughs> but, but he hasn't thankfully because it's a sturdy Lucky little bit of kit but it was just it was mental and then going around and being able to just watch like the YouTube videos or like you literally if you've got a 3D um, DVD or Blu-ray yeah. stick it on that and you watch it in 3D without the glasses it is actually incredible hmm. like watching 
DVDs or whatever. It's like you've got a personal cinema screen because it doesn't yeah. use your TV. It uses your eyesight. As far uh-huh. as your, your eyes can see, that screen yeah. is filled. So there's like, there's so much stuff on it. Like one day, you've got YouTube VR channel mm. as well now on it. So for the Oculus or PlayStation and whatnot, like one of the, the biggest like rated videos is this fashion shoot. And I'm like, oh, I wanted to see like, you know, dog fights or roads. Yeah, just all, something, yeah. Something fun. Uh, but if this is the best rated one, I'll watch this. So it starts off with two lingerie models just pillow fighting. Oh, that's why. I'm like, okay. Just 10 out of 10. I was like, shit, I'm going to have to close the curtains. But there's, there's <laughs> so many times where I've not thought about it, having curtains open and I'm just playing like, VR. Yeah. And I take the headset off and people are just filming you outside your window. Like, <laughs> oh, God damn. It's like the London Heist when you yeah. looking around and then trying to reload stuff people are like what the fuck, the fuck is he doing? doing or being Batman where I'm taking the little batarangs out and yeah. firing it like all your little childhood things coming up and you're just like mm. it is an amazing peripheral mm. it genuinely is and there is the point where I'm going to have you around so you yeah. can actually experience it yourself because it is just incredible like doing me dad doing the Star Wars one was just yeah. he was literally pressing the buttons with his hands and like dad doesn't work and he's like <laughs> Oh my god! And he's like, "Fine, <laughs> thruster up." And like, "No, Dad, you got to press up on the pad. Yeah. You can't use your thruster thing." I know it looks like you can. Yeah, it's genuinely can't. <laughs> but it's it's crazy and it's amazing. So, yeah. And there we go. So I think like we've started from childhood right the way up until modern times with peripherals. Turns out they're not as shit as most people would think. They have actually served a purpose. The, in fact, you know what? The vast the, majority of thinking it. Thinking about yeah. it, I genuinely thought like we're just going to lash a load of stuff on this. No, it turns out there's but, actually been like quite a lot. I mean, some obviously like nostalgia purposes, but for oh, the most yeah. part, like they do actually add stuff, yeah. not including the way. No. <laughs> Didn't we get to talk about the Game Boy Advance um, huh? thing for the Game GameCube stuff? Yeah, I think this might so be many. another two-party, you know? This could be a two-party, um, yeah. Because this has already gone on for like an hour and 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so um, we should probably wrap it up about there then. <laughs> so, but yeah. obviously, same as always, if you have any like suggestions for future videos, leave so in the comments. If you have any, obviously, peripherals of your own that bring back lovely childhood memories, please do let us know and we'll bring it up in future videos if we do a part two. Mm-hmm. And as always, like us, share us, follow us over on Twitter yeah. and Facebook.com forward slash SideQuest Activated. But for now, I've been Reg. I'm Dave. And it's time to say goodbye. Bye. Bye.